Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Hey there, Buffalo Bills fans. Welcome back to Believe, a Buffalo Bills fan podcast here on Buffalo Rumblings and the Buffalo Rumblings family of podcasts. My name is John Boccasino, the longtime voice of this podcast, thanking you for listening to us uh, week in and week out. This is the season of gratitude. I want to wish all of our Bills Mafia listeners a happy belated Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoyed some quality family time and a little bit of good football out there as well with your loved ones, and of course, hope that you are over the turkey-induced coma, the tryptophan uh, tendencies that people happen to embrace when it comes to Thanksgiving by stuffing our faces with all of the great food and uh, side dishes. I hope you all had a fantastic Thanksgiving with your loved ones. We hope to consider you as one of our loved ones here on the Believe Podcast. And again, thank you so much for your loyal listenership over the years. Uh, believe would not be possible were it not for the support of our great fans out there. So thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this week's episode. I am going to give Jamie the gift of a week off this week, and I am going to fly solo with a short podcast here, offering up some thoughts as Buffalo heads into their crucial stretch run of the season. Uh, The Buffalo bills, as you know, are six and five on the year. And, uh, Really, it was a big sigh of relief uh, for Buffalo Bills fans to see the team come to life and revert back to the form that we thought they would revert to uh, versus the New York Jets. That was the offense we were hoping we would see all season long uh, for the Buffalo Bills. It took some uh, stagnant moves over the first uh, 10 weeks of the season where Buffalo's offense really struggled to find its footing, but the Bills seem to be back on track when it comes to their offense, thanks to Joe Brady. And uh, we are going to offer up a couple of uh, thoughts, if you will, on this pivotal matchup. The Buffalo Bills at 6-5 and five really dug themselves a massive hole, if you will. Uh, the Miami Dolphins won on Black Friday over the New York Jets to improve to 8-3 and three on the year, which means the Bills are a full two games behind Miami for first place in the AFC East. And that is not good news, especially when you consider the daunting stretch the Bills are about to embark upon. Over their final six games of the season, the Bills have to take on the Eagles, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Patriots, and the Dolphins. Over the next three weeks, their next three opponents, of course, there's a bye week factored in there, but starting with this Sunday's game against the reigning NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles, who happen to be nine and one on the year and clearly establishing themselves as the best team 
uh, in the NFC. That is who Buffalo starts off their daunting schedule with the nine and one Philadelphia Eagles. They then travel to Arrowhead after the bye week to take on the Kansas City Chiefs, who are seven and three and in first place in the AFC West. And then they host the Dallas Cowboys at eight and three, second place in the NFC East. Those three teams are a combined 23 and seven through 11 weeks of the season. So this is really a murderer's row uh, for the Buffalo Bills, and they really need to find a way. In my humble opinion, with the Bills being six and five and now three and five in the conference, uh, following some disappointing losses to the Patriots, to the Jets, to the Broncos. Uh, to the Jaguars, you know, this Bills team has not done itself any favors. And of course, the Bengals game uh, that Buffalo found a way to lose on Sunday night football. In my opinion, the Bills need to get to 10 and seven to have a chance to win this division. And Miami needs to go then if, if Buffalo needs to go 10 and seven, which would include beating the Dolphins on the road in the final game in week 18, the final game of the regular season, do the math. The Dolphins are eight and three. That means they need to go two and four down the stretch for Buffalo to catch them. And if that does happen and the Dolphins somehow do go two and four, and by the way, the Dolphins schedule is so much easier than what the Bills have to go through. The Dolphins get the Commanders, the Titans, the Jets, and then it gets tough with the Cowboys, Ravens, and Bills. So the the Bills need the Dolphins need to find a way to lose one of their next three versus the commanders who are a dumpster fire Titans who are a dumpster fire. And if you saw the black Friday game, you know, the jets are a real shit show out there. The, the road is not easy uh, for the bills to win the division. There's wild card opportunities, of course, as well, but let's not get ahead of ourselves here on believe. And that starts this March to 10 wins, which again, I believe is the threshold that the bills need to get to be playoff eligible and have a good chance at winning the division or making a wild card spot. It all starts with Sunday's game at 425 PM at Lincoln financial field. Uh, This is not a place the bills have played very often. The bills have not beaten the Eagles in Philadelphia since 1996. So this is definitely not a place that the bills have had a lot of familiarity with, but they have a head coach who knows this Eagles organization pretty well in Sean McDermott. He is heading back to Philadelphia for the first time since becoming a head coach of the Buffalo Bills. This is really where everything began uh, for Sean McDermott. He basically grew up uh, pretty close to to the link. He went to high school about 30 minutes from the stadium. He started with the Eagles in 1999 and was there for 11 plus years in various roles, including as the architect of a pretty solid defense, the defensive coordinator uh, for the last of his seasons with the Buffalo Bills and that with the Philadelphia Eagles rather. And that's appropriate because this Eagles defense, I tell you, they are, if you thought the Jets defense posed a challenge and they did, and that's, we're going to bounce around a lot here on Believe, but I think what was impressive for Buffalo's offense was how well they handled the Jets defense that has really had Buffalo's number uh, in the past. And I think that's a really big thing to look at moving forward is with this matchup with the Eagles with Buffalo scoring 30-plus points against the Jets, who are one of the best defenses in the league. This is going to be a watershed moment for new offensive coordinator Joe Brady. What he is able to do to try to challenge this Eagles defense that is absolutely stout. 
Um, they're averaging they're allowing 21.2 points per game which is in the middle of the NFL. And they're allowing 325 yards per game, which is also 14th in the NFL. But this team gets after the quarterback. And that's really where this is all going to come down to for the Bills offense. When Josh Allen has time to sit back, dissect the defense, and pick out his receivers, he has proven to be successful more often than not. And we saw that in spades against the Jets last week when Buffalo got back above 500 to 6-5. and five. This is really one of those out-of-the-frying-pan-into-the-fire scenarios that Bill Stolten's taken on really fearsome Jets front four. Now they get one of the best defenses in the league when it comes to getting after the quarterback and stopping the run. The Eagles are the best in the league, the run defense, and they are tied in sacks and eighth in the league with 31 so far. They have a front four that is absolutely fantastic. These are humongous, hulking behemoths of men out there that the Bills offensive line is going to have a tall task trying to slow down. And really, it all starts in the middle for the Philadelphia Eagles with pro bowler Fletcher Cox, along with 315-pound rookie Jalen Carter, who was picked ninth overall in the draft, and behemoth Jordan Davis, who is 336 pounds. Those are some really tall men that uh, the Bills, led by Mitch Morris, Deion Dawkins, and Connor McGovern, and Osiris Torrance, um, and uh, Spencer Brown are really going to have their hands full trying to establish the line of scrimmage on Sunday. When you take aside those big guys in the middle of the defense, you also have edge rushers like Hassan Reddick, who has 48 sacks over the last four years, Josh Smith who is averaging more than nine sacks per year. And these are not only guys who are good at getting after the quarterback, they're quick. Their 40-yard times are 4.52 and 4.53, respectively. They have blazing speed off the edge, which means Deion Dawkins, who is playing some of the best football of his Bills career, is really going to have his hands full, as will Spencer Brown. These guys are going to be really a matchup nightmare after Buffalo's tackles. I expect there to be a lot of help from the tight ends and providing some chip blocks. You're going to see Clinton Morris, I think, see a lot of snaps with his solid pass protection and blocking abilities. Dalton Kincaid is going to need to be given some help as well in trying to contain this Eagles defense. Again, when there are five down linemen front, they have those three beefy defensive tackles. They have the two really quick edge rushers, and then they seem to employ a one linebacker and a five defensive back scheme which could be a good thing for Buffalo's offense. Because when it comes to this defense, the strength of the Eagles defense is, again, run stuffing. They are number one in the league in fewest yards rushing per game. Um, they're allowing about 125 yards um, per game. They're also forcing teams to not convert on third downs at the best rate in the NFL. And teams are only scoring on 45.7% of their drives, which is the second of the teams in the National Football League. This is really going to be a big challenge for Buffalo, but there is an area that I think the Bills can exploit when it comes to their offense and the new wrinkles we saw from Joe Brady, the offensive coordinator, in going up against the Philadelphia Eagles, and it's in the secondary. This is an opportunity where I feel like Stephon Diggs and Dalton Kincaid are going to have good matchups when it comes to going against Philadelphia's secondary, and the secondary is not the strength of this team out there. They can be beat. This is one of those areas where the 
the Eagles are vulnerable. I feel like the Eagles are vulnerable to what Buffalo does on offense. And when you look at what, and again, this is no disrespect whatsoever to the Eagles secondary guys. I mean, you look up and down the roster, there's names you've heard of. James Bradbury and Darius Say are their two starting corners. Bradley Roby is a nickel corner. Trade deadline acquisition Kevin Byard is one of their safeties, who is one of the better ones in the league. Last week, the Bills did primarily run out of their 11 personnel set, one running back, one tight end, and three wide receivers. But they also mixed in plenty of two tight end sets. They had several times they ran with multiple running backs, including that phenomenal uh, Ty Johnson touchdown, and then the fourth and one to Latavius Murray when he took it 28 yards to the house for a touchdown. They used different formations. They even put some offensive linemen in motion, trying to create confusion, and it worked against the Jets' defense. Hopefully that can carry over to this Eagles game where you see more of that misdirection because that's really when the Bills are trying to get their uh, their points and their points are going to be at a premium. I mean, this Eagles defense, we've already told you just how great they are against the run. So the passing game is going to have to really carry its fair share of the weight. Um, and I feel like that with the secondary that the Eagles have, there are opportunities. Hopefully this game, I know people were upset about Stephon Diggs only having, what, four catches for 27 yards against the Jets. I was fine with it because it got other weapons, other playmakers involved in the offense. Well, this week now I feel like is a game where you're going to see a return to the Stephon Diggs format. And also Sauce Gardner gets a lot of credit for his great work in shutting down uh, Diggs. They did have a a pretty uh, intense skirmish, if you will, during the game when uh, Sauce slammed Diggs to the ground. And I thought it was a very dirty play and should have been ejected for how dirty the the play was after the moment. Um, But I think that's frustration boiling over too, because the Jets secondary was getting marched all over. Only Gardner did a good job shutting down Diggs. Well, this Bills offense against that Eagles secondary, I think you're going to see Diggs get back on track. I don't know. Gabe Davis had a phenomenal day as a run blocker and a pass blocker, but he did not have a single catch nor target. So maybe uh, Joe Brady finds a way to dial him up. But that's really what was so exciting about this Bills offense last week was the Bills players were having fun again. It looked like the offense was fun. It looked like Josh Allen was having a great time. And how exciting is that? for Bills fans to think that the Bills offense is back to enjoying themselves and back to having fun playing football. That was really so impressive to me. They put up 32 points against the defense that had had their number. They gained almost 400 yards of total offense. They averaged five and a half yards per play. And on their 12, they scored on six of their first eight drives. And I know they settled for field goals early on in the first couple of those drives, but the Bills were able to wear down a really good defense by relying on players' strengths, by getting Josh Allen under center more, by using more motion, by having Josh as more of a running threat, and by running the ball more. The Bills were committed to the run in every possible way against the Jets. The more we can see that carrying over to Sunday's game against the Eagles, the more success the Bills are going to have. And it all starts again with number 17. Josh Allen says he finally feels like himself again on the field. That has to be music to Bills fans' ears, especially knowing that the offense needs to step up and carry this team with its defense being as banged up as it was. I mentioned the new wrinkles that Joe Brady brought to the offense. Uh, It was just really exciting to see Josh be Josh out there again. That's the most exciting part about this 
is Josh Allen seems like he was back to himself, back to his old ways and having fun again. That's what the Bills are going to have to do. Have fun and play consistent turnover-free football. I don't care about the interception at the end of the first half that Josh threw. That was a meaningless, harmless pick. He way overthrew any sort of intended receiver. So what? He threw a pick at the end of the half. The Bills still had a 16-6 lead. They would outscore the Jets 16-0 in the second half. I have no problems with that interception. But I want the Bills offense to get back to having fun. And again, to me, even though the Eagles defense, and again, that beefy front four or front five that they run with, um, really, when you look at what they roll out, having those three big guys in the middle of the field, the defense is going to be tough. It's going to be tough to run on this Philadelphia squad, but the bills need to remain committed to running the ball. Well, if they're going to have success and Josh Allen must limit those turnovers. And I think this is going to be one of those games. The bills can steal. I'm actually not as worried about Philadelphia as I am about um, the chiefs and the Cowboys. And that might be arrogant, but I think the bills match up well, at least offensively uh, with Philadelphia's defense. I've kind of run through in a little bit of a scatterbrain format, my thoughts on Buffalo's offense. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I want to flip the script here on Bill Eve and now talk about what Buffalo's defense is going to have to do to slow down Jalen Hurts and these Philadelphia Eagles. And especially I want to start with the secondary. This is a really tough matchup for the Bills if they were healthy. Um, but we learned earlier in the day uh, that the Bills are going to be missing uh, two of their top secondary members. I mean, I say top. Taylor Rapp has filled in admirably at safety. Well, he is out. It was actually a minor miracle that he was even practicing in the first place this week after getting carted off the field with that scary neck injury versus the Jets game. Uh, Taylor Rapp has been ruled out, as has cornerback Dane Jackson. Uh, for the game, but nickel corner Taron Johnson has been cleared from the concussion protocol. He will be a full go uh, for this team on Sunday. The expectation is that Christian Benford is going to return to the starting lineup opposite Rasul Douglas, who has been a turnover forcing machine since coming over to the Bills, really proving to be a trade deadline steal for this build. Imagine how bad. And how far back this Bills defense would be if Douglas wasn't on this team. If you were seeing Jamar In or Jamarcus Ingram getting called up from the practice squad to start instead. That was such a great move by the Bills to trade for Douglas. The team seems to be rallying around him. He, again, has been a turnover machine out there. And the Bills are going to need him because even though the Eagles are a little banged up on offense, they are going to be missing very talented tight end Dallas Goddard. They still are quite the formidable foe with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith hauling in passes from Jalen Hurts. Brown has been on a tear. Uh, he is in the MVP conversation amongst the non-quarterbacks so far 
He is tied for second in the league in receiving yards with 1,013, and he has six total touchdowns, while Devontae Smith has 632 receiving yards and four touchdowns. This is going to be a very tall task uh, for the Buffalo Bills. Secondary, the Eagles are ranked fifth offensively, averaging 27.3 points per game. They can get it through the ground or through the air. Uh, the, the Eagles happen to have two very talented running backs uh, that they're going to have to watch out for uh, in DeAndre Swift, especially leading the charge. I mean, what the, what DeAndre Swift has done for this Philadelphia Eagles offense, I mean, he replaced Miles Sanders almost effortlessly when it comes to the productivity out of the backfield. But beyond that, they also have um, Kenneth Gainwell can get yards on the ground for this team. And Jalen Hurts obviously is a dual threat. Only 345 rushing yards so far this year. But DeAndre Swift, this is going to be a big challenge, again, for the Buffalo Bills. You're going to need to see Tyrell Dodson, Terrell Bernard, Dorian Williams really stepping up and having extremely solid uh, days in stopping the run. If the Bills can find a way to limit the Eagles on the ground and not give up big plays, to A.J. Brown out there. I mean, this is really such a talented offense. It's almost like we used to talk about with the Bills and the pick your poison. You've got to pick your poison when it comes to who do you go after? Who do you try to contain? And I like Rasul Douglas going up against A.J. Brown. I'm not, the Bills have only given up two 100-yard receiving days all year to opposing wide receivers. That was, of course, uh, against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And uh, T. Higgins uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals, um, he had over 100 yards uh, with them as well. And uh, the guy, Calvin Ridley, for the Jaguars had the first 100-yard game against the Bills secondary. I'm curious to see what Sean McDermott's going to do to dial up this defense to try to contain the talent that Philadelphia has on the outside. I think a large part of this is going to be whether the Bills can continue that strong pressure up the middle with their front four. Leonard Floyd had himself a day against the Jets. In fact, Ed Oliver had an incredible pass rushing day as well. The Bills are able to generate pressure. If they are able to get their guys going and get on track against the Eagles offensive line, anchored, of course, by Jason Kelsey, the all-pro center out there, the Eagles have a very solid offensive line. The Bills are going to need to get pressure on them and get pressure quick against a unit that is ranked first uh, in the league in overall pass protection and run protection. And it's not just Jason Kelsey. Lane Johnson is another very talented uh, member of this offensive line. Uh, Lane Johnson, of course, is incredible at right tackle. So he's really protecting the blind side, if you will, for Jalen Hurts. Um, but it's not just those two either. I mean, they're really good at just opening up spaces for this creative Eagles offense. And if DeAndre Swift is able to find holes and the Eagles offensive line is making good blocks downfield and giving Jalen plenty of time in the pocket, this is going to be a really tough task for the Buffalo Bills. And again, I mentioned the size of Philadelphia's defensive line. Well, the Eagles have size uh, in spades on the offensive line too. They are the heaviest left side of the offensive line in the NFL. They've got six foot eight, 365 pound left tackle, Jordan Malata, who was a seventh rounder in 2018. Talk about nailing one of your last picks in the draft and finding an instant starter uh, in Jordan Malata. And their left guard is six foot six, 335 pounder, 
Landon Dickerson, who was a second rounder in 2021. Malata is one of the best run blocking left tackles in the NFL, and he's not as good in pass protection, but this is a really good Eagles team that has invested both in their offensive line and their defensive lines. This is going to be a very difficult matchup for the Buffalo Bills, but I I give them more than a puncher's chance, especially with what we saw from the offense last week and also from what the defense when it comes to getting after the quarterback. That is going to be the key to this matchup for the Buffalo Bills. It's going to be a, a fun game on Sunday for sure. I'm glad this game is in the 4.25 p.m. time slot on Sunday because it's almost like a primetime game where most of the national audience will get a chance to come out there and watch this, what could have been a Super Bowl preview before the year started. It still could be now. Again, the Bills have a lot of work to do. Uh, Their work cut out for them to make the playoffs. But again, it all starts in week 12. And honestly, if the Bills are able to make the playoffs by going four and two down the stretch, they're going to have to steal some games against better teams. Why not start on Sunday against the reigning NFC champions, the Philadelphia Eagles. So that'll transition into our prediction part of the podcast. And I've given you my thoughts so far on this game. I've told you what I see the bills having some strengths and where their weaknesses are going to be on this one. And make no mistake about it. This is going to be a very tough game for the Buffalo bills. I would love to think they're able to steal a win here. And I feel like there are definitely opportunities for the bills to steal this win. Here's where it's going to have to come down to. The Bills are going to have to continue converting on third downs in a big way. The Eagles give up 43% of third down conversions to opposing offenses. They are also really bad in the red zone. They are letting teams score touchdowns 63% of the time when they enter the red zone. When you look at the Bills offense, the Bills are second in the league in third down conversion rates at 48.1%. And they're third in red zone touchdown success at almost 69% conversion rate. If the Bills can stay in those third and manageable situations and they can turn field goal opportunities into touchdowns and get points by getting six versus three, if they can maximize their possessions, and of course they have to limit the turnovers and they have to make life uncomfortable and make life miserable for Jalen Hurts in the offense, I think the Bills have a chance to steal this game. I really do. I would love to pick the upset here. And I, you know what the hell with it? Let's go bills on this one. The bills will find a way to squeak this one out 27 to 24 in a must win game in week 12. I almost picked the bills to lose this game, but I'm going with my heart over my head on this one. I think the bills need this one. They're going to keep it close and McDermott for all the criticism he's received for squandering opportunities, for bad challenges. There's something about going home and getting a chance to coach where you got your career started. The Bills will find a way to win this one and get to 7-5 and on the year. What do you think, Bills fans? Can Buffalo pull off the shocker uh, in the city of brotherly love and slow down the tush-push and the high-paced Philadelphia Eagles offense, or are they going to fall to 500 heading into the bye? Please get involved with this podcast on social media, on Twitter. I am at John Boccasino and welcome your feedback. Bills fans, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Bill Eve podcast. Have a great weekend and go Bills.